Hello, Sarah Jane here with another episode of Science, Solutions, and Sprinkles. In episode three, I'm going to talk about hydration. So as I was brainstorming to discuss what I want to discuss next, one of the topics that comes a lot comes up a lot for my business when I'm talking with nutrition clients or with talking with people in general in food science and whatnot is the topic of water. I get asked my opinion on different waters or things to add to your water or drinking coffee and caffeine and all of those things. So I wanted to address hydration. When dealing with clients, a lot of times when we do a food guide or we do a nutrition log to see what someone's eating, a lot of times I have them log their fluid intake as well. And with that fluid intake, we're looking to see if they're hydrating properly. Some ways you can know if you're hydrating properly um, are frequency of your stool. So if you're dehydrated, you won't go number two as often. Also the color of your urine. So I know I'm diving right in, but really your urine is a good indicator of how hydrated you are. So the more straw color, lighter color your urine is, the better hydrated you are. So strive every day to get your urine to a lighter color. If you take a lot of vitamins, specifically B vitamins, you might see some darker colors, but that should still wear off as you go through the day or as you hydrate better. So those water-soluble vitamins may give some color. Other things that can give color um, are really bad, like protein can give urine color. Um, when you have a specific um, muscle breakdown, you can see urine that's colored, darker color. If your urine is extremely colored, you should be aware or concerned, but urine is a good way to tell if you are properly hydrated. So what is enough water? I usually say uh, your body weight uh, in half in the, the ounces. Um, so if you're 150 pounds, you need 75 ounces. But there's other things that are going to affect how much water you need. So elevation, higher elevations. You know, I'm in Idaho. We're higher elevation. We're going to require more water because the air is drier. Respiration. So any type of activity when you are working out, you increase your respiration. Also with elevation, you increase respiration. So anytime you're trying to work harder, the respiration, you actually lose fluid through breathing, which is why you wake up so tired in the morning or you wake up not tired in the morning, but you wake up wanting to drink some water, hopefully. Other things like uh, breastfeeding. Breastfeeding, you're going to be using more fluid because you're feeding that baby. Uh, pregnancy requires more there's a lot of reasons that you might have increased certain medications may increase your need for fluids. So be aware of your body, be aware of your bowel movements. Keeping a log is a good way to determine if you're getting enough water. If you feel thirsty, you've gotten too far. So you're, if you feel thirsty, you're already dehydrated and your body needs fluids to function. I love when I sit down with a client and they're like, oh, I've got this issue, I've got this issue. And we look at their food, we look at what they're doing, and we increase their hydration, and maybe they're trying to lose weight and the pounds come off. Or maybe they're having headaches and the, the headaches go away. Hydration has can affect a lot of things. So if you're looking for a simple change to make, I would say increase your water intake and see how you feel. Now, some disclaimers. When you have coffee, that actually counts against your water. Some people say, I drink a whole pot of coffee. I get 64 ounces that way or however many ounces is in their pot. 
And that actually, you should actually, for every eight ounces of coffee, you should drink an extra eight ounces of water. So if you require the, your body weight, say 75 uh, ounces of water, you're actually, for every cup of coffee, you need to increase. So if you had an eight ounce cup of coffee, you're going to want to have 83 ounces of water that day in addition to the coffee. So coffee actually counts against anything with caffeine, so sodas, anything that is a diuretic naturally, you're going to want to increase your water above and beyond. Now, if you're trying to increase your water, one of my favorite ways, most famous ways, best way to increase your water is to drink water right when you get up. So when, right when you get up, drink 20 ounces of water right off the bat. Now you're going to say, well, 20 ounces of water, that's going to make me have to pee. Well, that's the idea. Now, every time you use the restroom, drink another eight to 10 ounces of water. What happens is you have to go to the bathroom, which means you drink more water, which means you have to go to the bathroom, which means you drink more water, which is a great way to get in the habit of drinking more water. I have water at my desk. I always have water with me. So water in my car, water, like I said, at my desk, water just present and ready. Whenever we go someplace, I make sure to fill up my Yeti. It's my cup of choice and take water with me. If you're out and about and you have to buy water, something to be aware of is that some waters can actually be dehydrating. What I mean by that is that they are not pH balanced. So their pH can be bad, acidic, which actually is going to leach minerals from you and make you more thirsty. And you may have noticed this, you drink a water bottle, you know, from Nestle or whoever, and you drink a water bottle and you want another one right after. It's not just that you're thirsty. It could be that that water is actually taking things from you in order for it to be complete, right? Water is just a molecule, the things that are in it. So I like to carry around trace minerals and the brand I actually use is called trace minerals and I use their mineral balance. Uh, the drops taste horrible if you take them plain, but if you put like four drops in your water, it's going to help to alkalize the water and get you some trace minerals. The protein that I make has trace minerals in it. I'm a big believer. If you drink like reverse osmosis water, you're going to need more trace minerals. Anything, tr reverse osmosis removes everything from the water. So if you can buy at the store, look for a pH balanced or alkalized water or just a good brand of water. So I really like Evian. I really like Arrowhead. The ones I really avoid are going to be the ones that are done by Coke or Pepsi typically. They've come out with some more smart type waters, which are good, but you really want to avoid the Dasani's, the Aquafina's. Now, if it's the only thing you have available to you, that's obviously what you should drink, but that's where the trace minerals come in because those waters are so stripped that you're going to be actually leaching minerals. So again, the ones I avoid personally are the Dasani's and the Aquafina's. I think there's a couple other brands that are very similar to those. You can just read on them. A lot of times the smart water is still available. I think Pepsi's come out with a life water. That's another pH balance or electrolytes, minerals they add to them to make them taste better. Again, I like Evian and there's quite a few other ones. Arrowhead's typically okay. So if you have to buy water, be aware of the water that you're picking. Don't just go for the cheapest. A lot of tap waters, right? There's been issues with chemical contamination or lead or fluoride or whatever. Um, get your water tested if you're concerned. But I think hydration is one of the biggest missed keys in people's struggles with nutrition. And it does have a lot to do with nutrition. Our bodies function on water. Without water, we're like a tin man without the tin man without oil, right? If it seizes us up, your body uses water to move toxins in and out of cells. 
So especially in weight loss, your body's not going to be able to release weight without proper hydration. It's going to hold on to those toxins, which are stored in fat, because it doesn't have water to move vitamins and minerals and toxins in and out of cells. So my tips on hydration, the big takeaways, I would say, make it a habit, link it to something like going to the bathroom to drink more water. If you drink any caffeinated beverages, make sure that you are replacing the water that you may lose. So drink twice as much in water. The number I like to use for proper hydration, if you're a normal person at normal elevation, maybe sea level, let's say, your weight divided in half, and that would be the ounces that you need. So if you're 200 pounds, you need 100 ounces. If you're breastfeeding, your requirements increase, pregnancy requirements increase. That number is pretty good. Again, how you can tell if you're hydrated is if your urine is straw yellow or clear-ish. So the lighter your urine, the better. This has been Science Solutions and Sprinkles Talk on Hydration. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want to connect with me and you have some comments, at Sarah Jane Rocks for Snapchat, Sarah Jane 007 on Instagram, LinkedIn, Sarah Jane Widener. And you can always go to my website, websitesmanaged.com, and send me an email there.